T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Here to steal your thunder, your lightning, or whatever hockey pun you want to use at this current point in time because Uh my native sport, Adrian, is doing its best to overshadow a big night in basketball tonight. We got breaking news popping off left and right, left and right, left and right, Golden Knights related, NHL related, and we're going to get right into it here in a hot second once this music rolls down because we got to take advantage of every damn moment in these segments today because we have an action-packed show today. Yeah, two hours yep. of just greatness. Yep. Adrian Hernandez, by the way, we ready to do this, Linz? Yes, I am Lindsey Brown, and let's open this bad boy up. It's time for the can opener. Okay. So let's start with the trade that just went down a few minutes ago involving your Vegas Golden Knights. Evgeny Dodonov, who was uh, traded but then not traded to the Anaheim Ducks at the deadline and ended up being one of the better players down the stretch, although no playoff anything for this team this year. That's okay. He was shipped up to Montreal for Shea Weber. Well, specifically Shea Weber's contract because Shea Weber's – ankle that was completely basically destroyed after that Stanley Cup run failed Stanley Cup run that the Canadians made last year at the Golden Knights behest essentially I mean they toppled him on the way there he's probably done for his career and so by getting Evgeny Dodonov off this roster thank you so much for your service my dude I'm sorry that you probably didn't have the best of times here uh but we're rooting for you uh, we'll check in three days, too, to make sure the correct. trade actually we'll goes, goes through, through, by through. the way. Correct. <laughs> Not doing this uh, again. This will save the Golden Knights $5 million in cap space. There's no salary retained on either side. Uh, I believe Shea, the- or Shea Weber's contract is worth $7.8 million. Like I said, there's there's when you have a, a long-term IR or like one of those certain distinctions for injuries, there's salary cap relief involved and so the Golden Knights get some necessary breathing room I where that number is at I don't really care at this point because it's June and they're not involved with the hockey that's being played so we got plenty of time to really figure out and honestly you got plenty of places to go for that because I'm not that type of hockey person if you want to go for vibes you want to go for flow you want to talk about the important stuff that's here that's here and so that's the trade that just went down um okay I, I suppose it's bars also John Tortorella has officially agreed to be the head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. This is just breaking in the last five minutes. Um, so that's new news. That probably puts Barry Trotz either in Winnipeg or someplace else, or maybe no place at all, or maybe in management in some capacity, because it's not always an automatic that somebody just wants to go coach to coach. But 
in our case here in Las Vegas, Bruce Cassidy, it didn't take him very long to figure out that this is exactly what he still wanted to be doing. And uh, he had a lot of suitors lining up once he got the call from Don Sweeney from the Boston Bruins saying, we're not going to bring you back. Six days, I believe, is what yeah. it took for him yep. to find his new job. Not exactly like Bruce Boudreau expediency where he like literally took a nap and then woke up the head coach of the Ducks after <laughs> getting fired by the, the Washington Capitals. But, but still uh, uh, an expedited process. And I was at the press conference earlier today. This is the right guy. This this is the guy, guys. Like this this is this is the coach that this team needs. And and it, I was sitting next to my buddy Eddie Ribkin, and and he said it to me right after the first question. He's like, "I've heard all of what I need to hear from this dude." And then it went on for another thirty or forty minutes. But I took some notes, or at least some some um, keywords down, uh, and none of them are in like sentence structure or whatever. But he he strong emphasis on defensive structure, getting the getting pucks back, attacking in that way. Um, special teams emphasis, something that he's had success with, not just on the power play, but on the penalty kill as well. He said that the system will be goaltender friendly. wonder what that means. Um, focus on pushing pace because that is what the league is calling for these days. Uh, he, he talked a lot about, because people were asking him, I think the kind of sideways question about some of the things that have come out of Boston saying like he's not the best like young players coach because he's tough on him and stuff. And, and he talked about earning the spot in the league and earned rope and and ha- guys some guys having more earned rope than others and and still or having team that with ac- veterans right yep exactly and and with that comes a different level of accountability too but it's not always the coach that has to hold people accountable typically you want that leadership in the room to do that or you do that on the individual themselves like I hold myself to a standard um, but he's not looking for fire wagon hockey he said attack multiple times. Uh, said that he's looking to revamp the power play in a way where it's four forwards and one defenseman, which I love. <laughs> and and really previewed, I, I think, a taking of uh, the keys out of the hands of the defenseman of this team running the offensive side. And I think that's very important because as, as I've talked several times on this program, our defensemen do too much. Specifically, Alex Petrangelo does too much. And so Bruce likes to run his power play lower in the zone. Bruce likes to have the forwards being the ones dictating the pace, dictating the movement, everything else. That has not been the case with this team the last couple of years, especially since since Alex Petrangelo has arrived. And, again, we have all summer to get into the, the pros and cons of each. But, as I said, I could not be a bigger fan of this dude after one press conference than I am right now. And uh, I even I asked a question. I asked him about because um, I'm pretty sure the Boston Bruins are the only team that took initiative and were vocal about them as a team watching the Kyle Beach interview with Rick Westhead. And that's a pretty big deal when you're the only one that doesn't. So I asked Bruce, I'm like, so if this is the only team, what's as a coach, what is your role in fostering that that culture? And you kind of walk through it and and. It was a really solid answer. It was a, it was a great answer, and honestly, that's all I really need to know about this guy. Like the hockey stuff is gonna figure it out. He's clearly um, knows his stuff. He clearly has made relationships in this league, and he's found success. But know what is missing in this league is the humanity. It is that edge? And I know that a lot of players say that they don't like playing for him. But the thing is, is that sometimes the best thing for you is to play for a tough coach. Because they not only expect a lot of you, they expect a lot of themselves, and they hold themselves, like I said, to a higher standard. And I think that's exactly what this team needs. 
And I, I do have to ask, too, in terms of, you know, you talk about it all the time that how this organization has treated players mm-hmm. isn't isn't the greatest. So to have someone that places that importance on, no, we need to be good human beings yep. because that plays a part. But I, I do want to ask you with the history and how many coaches we've had. The, Three and six years? Yeah. the I guess the expectation level of this team and, and the responsibility and the burden that he's going to have. Because Damn high. Veterans, we, we got veterans. This isn't a young team. Yep. We failed the expectations this last season. So are, are we going to – I feel like I'm always asking this question, but this leash that this team's going to have with a new coach and him implementing the system. Yeah, I, I don't see why it would be any different than like a Stanley Cup or bust type of mentality, to be honest. And especially since young or uh, new coaches in uh, taking over teams has had recent success. I, I mean, I think one of the first questions was talking about – a cup in, in the first six years. That's something that Bill Foley himself made uh, a declaration for this team years ago. And, and, and Cassie's like, well, I guess we're sitting in, in, in year six, aren't we? And, and so he understands that. And no, and, and that's the thing is like, this isn't, it's a lateral move in a way because Boston is, or was a playoff team, but they're on the downswing. We're not, this is an injured team that had a hiccup, Right. And didn't have the voices in the room or the talent in the room to overcome that. There's no that that's not a crime. What what is missing, I think, that he will add. I, I think there's a little bit of a Herb Brooks edge in a way that get me to hate the coach so the players can bond together. Right? And, and like I said, I think Bruce Cassie will be be an instigatory coach. He will call people out. He will expect that. And he'll do and he'll have different things for different people. He's he because uh, everybody has a different personality. You have to be played, though. You have but to form to... like having a common enemy sometimes is the best thing for you as a team to rally around. I don't think he's going to be that. That um, I, w- I won't say he's galvanizing, but I, I think he's going to be able to throw enough S at the fan where people are going to have to deal with it and, and better for it, right? Competition breeds competence. Getting uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. And sometimes things are pains, you know, uh, it's a pain in the ass to go through. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, you know, no Miami pain, no with the Miami Heat, Eric Spolstra, a lot of teams, a lot of players didn't like while they were there. And I know you've, you've spoke on this in the NHL and how some of these coaches are so rigid mm-hmm. and Spolstra was the same way. But then when they get traded and go to another team, they're like, oh, so this is yep. why he wanted me to do this. Yep. And going on the flip side and trying to number one, I know this was a good decision because I know the Golden Knights are hated. And a lot of the rest of the league and some of the fans are very quiet, are going like, damn it, they got a good one. Um, but I do hear some things. So I just want to clarify, in your opinion, with the Bruins and why it didn't work out. It was more of a situation that the roster that he was given didn't have the right tools for him to succeed, at least in these last Boston's couple of years. Boston's top brass, he was a sacrificial lamb. That's what it was. And, and, they, and they saw a window to basically move on from it, and then they took it. And he said that they, two weeks prior to him getting letting go, they said that his job is safe, but they wanted to go in a different direction. And, and our, our benefit, obviously, but he, he doesn't strike me as a guy that's easy to play for. But again, I, I want to reiterate as someone who went through that in college, like we, I have a great relationship with coach Matthews now, and we had a decent relationship in college. I did not leave her office probably one time without being in tears. Because, but I needed that because I was a little bit of a handful. And 
it, it wasn't me, as I've said previously, like being self-destructive. It's just me trying to figure out how to be, how do, how do, how do I conduct myself? How do I get myself into a routine where I can rely on it, where I can get better? And she, and she said it to me, she's like, you figured out the school part first, and then you applied it to, to hockey. And, and that's where I think all of the different changes in the trades and all this other stuff that's gone on in this team, I think Bruce will, will offer that consistency. It's a hard edge. But it's one that's familiar. It's one that can be recognized. It's one that all these guys have played through at some um, level or another. Like, we've all played for an a-hole coach. We've all played for a pushover coach. We've all played for the coach that we drives us nuts, makes us cry. But at the end of the day, we are a better person because of them. And if it was this easy. Is, this is, yep. And, and then there's being a better person. There's being a better hockey player. I think Bruce can be can bring out both just based off of what I've heard and and – my initial kind of read on him, but things can change. I, I things can fail, but I wouldn't anticipate. I think this is the right play. I think I, I'm I'm really pumped for this team right now, and it's been a while since I've had like literal positive feelings about this hockey team. In, in terms of you and the, and the rest of the media that was there that was there covering the press conference, was that the kind of the the majority feeling? Within everybody of like, like okay, this I guy's- can't I can't really speak for anybody else's like feelings, but the guys that I. Like Steve Carp and Eddie Rivkin, and I, I talked to him, and uh, they agreed with me. I'm like, I don't think there's a better person to hire for this team. Like, who else are you going to get that's a better fit for a veteran-led team that has high expectations? Honestly. Uh, the one thing I will say is, wasn't it Emily Kaplan who came out with a report that, that Trotz got an offer? So oh, for him Sally. to get an offer, and then six days within Bruce being let go, for him to be hired, it's kind of well, like, I, well, maybe... I don't know if you're ma- it, you're making connections with things that I don't know if they fully happen because the Trots thing I, I think he just rejected that Philadelphia contract in the last couple of days is for seven million. Oh, I, I thought that there was a report that Emily had had that that I, the Golden. I, Knights. I'm not Emily, so I don't. Yeah, I, true. I don't no, know. fair enough. But, but. I, I don't think I don't even know if Barry like interviewed here in person. That's the other thing. I they won't ever tell us. But it's it's one thing to talk on the phone over an interview yeah. versus getting bringing somebody in town. But I, I think. If, if Trotz wants to coach again, it's going to be in Winnipeg. That's where I, I'd peg him. But I, I think they were looking around and they had the they had the luxury of time and, and taking their time. And then literally like an angel came down and, and, and this happened because I, I don't think there anybody would have been able to really fit this puzzle piece quite like Bruce Cassidy is, or at least that I'm I'm kind of foretelling. But who am I to say? Good vibes for the Golden Knights what from Lindsay. What is I like happening this. <laughs> right now? Also, last night, Stanley Cup Final Game 1, um, overtime win for the Colorado Avalanche. Had a 3-1 to one lead in the first period. How many times have we heard about Vasilevsky getting scored on three times in the first period? Not very often, but he was a little bit ahead on his timing and his saves, meaning he was just reacting a little bit too quick, so those rebounds were falling down that normally wouldn't. But as that game went on, and he was allowed to settle in, and, and that faith that the team has in him, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're able to claw their way back in that second period. All of a sudden, we're going 3-3 into the third, and it stays consistent all the way through. Physicality was there. We had plenty of power play opportunities. We saw a, a lot of really good play early from the Colorado Avalanche despite having so much time off. Um, but there are certainly moments where I, I wrote down here, uh, the Avs are doing a great job of Velcroing through the neutral zone, which means like skating with someone as their mark and not tripping them up, but being there with them and, and, and making sure that they don't have time or space to really do anything but stay moving. 
But then that changes when you have high zone turnovers or block shots. And that's where, I mean, we've talked about it all week and all playoff about what it takes to score at this stage of the season. Very few of them are clean. Most of them are dirty uh, grime fest rebounds in front or they're broken plays high in the zone on a block shot like the OT winner last night where you get the goalie to make their initial save that never gets there. But that's just a split second enough for that guy to make a pass across the zone. And, oh, look, wide open net for me. And Vassie almost still got it. But an unbelievable series um, setting up right now. And I hope it'll go seven games because if last night's game is, is any testament for what we're going to see, this is going to be a hell of a time. Yeah, no, a time. You, you couldn't ask more as, as a fan of the sport to have it on ABC to continue what the playoffs have been for the yeah. NHL, which is madness. An overtime game. What more could you want? Absolutely. Uh, we we got to get moving because I know that our interview with Joe O went a little long today because, you know, we're so serious. We, we take it so seriously with Joe O on Thursday. So let's get to that hard-hitting sports conversation on the other side of the break. 11.40 the bet. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Welcome back to the show here on 1140 The Bet. And not going to lie, my literal gas tank and my energy gas tank are close to E. But like AAA, someone is here to help Lindsey give me an energy boost, talk about some deportes, and deal with my passion. We are now joined by Odyssey Betting Insider and host of BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski. All Insider calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app, BetQL app today, excuse me, or visit your BetQL or visit BetQL.com. Be sure to listen to BetQL Daily Podcast by searching for BetQL wherever you find your podcast. Joe is of O's. Welcome to the Muppet Treasure Island Fan Club, also known as the Playmakers. It's weird because, Adrian, you're bringing a lot of positive energy, and you said, you know, it's been seven days since we last talked to Joe O, and he said that it was the best seven days of his life. So it's weird. <laughs> I- I'm glad that you're here that's with us. I-, I hope that that's enough. Um, but but how are you today, my friend? How's the weather? How's you? Oh, the weather. How am I? Those are very different answers. The weather is terrible. The real feel all week has been north of 100. But, Lindsay, as you Ew. know, the, the big difference is the humidity <laughs> yes. that we get here in the Midwest. It's not like when you guys are dealing with 100 degrees. Oh, my date was made a couple of hours ago, LB, because this uh, bring people behind the curtain. We were talking, uh, recording an interview for my show this weekend on 670 The Score with you, and uh, I-, I felt better about myself after oh, that. Good. It was a lot of fun. Adrian, she dropped a boom shakalaka, and she thought it was Let's in go! reference to some movie. I'm like, after I ended the call, I'm like, wait, she thinks Boom Shakalaka is from some animated movie? No, you know where it's from, right, Adrian? Uh, yeah, from NBA Jam, correct? Damn right, you're no, damn it's right, it's from Muppet NBA Treasure Jam. Island. It's Muppet no. Treasure Island. It's a literal song. <laughs> boom Shakalaka, laka, Boom Shakalaka. It's an actual thing. Lindsay, Miss the... Piggy has issues with this, and they stole it from NBA Jam. The Minnesota girl going on Chicago radio. Being a Vikings fan, honestly, I love to see it. I literally said that the Bears are going to be fourth. Yeah, place I, you, you don't need. <laughs> yes, you did, I but did. then you, you know, you doubled back and you're like, but we hope for great things for the Bears down the line. At one point, they'll make the right draft. I'm like, no, you don't have to. Be be you. That's no. all you got to be. Be it honest. Is. Yeah, that's. I mean, true. I trash them as much as anyone, so don't worry about it. Yeah, They're I feel like you can't be a Chicago fan without being that 
level of self-aware just and, and yes. that self-hating in some degree but uh <laughs> a couple days ago i asked uh, trista crick who you don't work with but we are under the same betql umbrella with about betting on rory mcelroy simply because i like the fire and shade that he was throwing at the live golf peeps and she's like nah he won last week go look elsewhere but now he is tied for the lead at the country club at three under as he shot 67 today how are those u.s open wager boards looking uh, Trista Crick is on the BetQL show you like going on, right? I like both of the shows. Oh, you just have oh. some work to do, okay? You're a politician today. I've only been I on your show like once. <laughs> and I was never invited back. What do you mean I've work to do? What does that even mean? I'm just saying I've only been invi- invited on I don't, show I, once. I don't produce the show. I can hey, only I feel, like some, be I feel like you have some leverage. The producer, <laughs> blaming the producer. Heady play. Hey, man. You have to at times. <laughs> What were we talking about? Rory. 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 Is that Was that your question? Yes. Uh, yeah, Rory. Win last week. See, he's playing well. Listen, I'll never bet on Rory well for numerous reasons because I've seen the Sunday meltdown time and time again. But he was the favorite coming in. There was absolutely no value betting on Rory coming in. But I do like the swag. I like, I like what we're seeing from him right now, of course, with the win last week. That doesn't mean he can't win this week. But you look at the Live Tour players that nobody was backing coming in that a lot of betters what i found quite amusing what they were doing is putting a miss the cut parlay and just picking all of the lift tour (laughs) players which actually might be pretty good in cash once we get to friday so that that has certainly stood out to me i'm wondering Lindsay, do they just want to get out of there I know that there it was a big deal that they could participate in, yeah. we believe, most, if not all, of the majors. So they like that aspect of it. But right now, there is so much heat on them. Do they just want to get out of there after a couple of days if they're not off to a great start? It certainly seems like that might be the case here. Yeah, I certainly would feel that way. Just I would go count all those dollars that they love so much. And I know we can we can throw rocks from our glass house on that, too, because the PGA has some, some getting better to do as well. But yeah. I, I, I'm firmly on the bandwagon where I think most of those guys are not going to be making uh, plans for the long weekend. Yeah, it certainly seems that way. And the odds were saying that nobody was backing them. This isn't anecdotal stuff that you just hear. You DJ at a major, you can get him around 50 to 1. Patrick Reed wow. was a Masters champion, 120. I think he's highest on the board, Patrick Reed, tied for 26 just because he's at even. Well, he's a guy that doesn't care about anybody. No, literally. What, even, what the, his, <laughs> even his college town hates him. Uh, Phil, Phil is not top. 120 as we speak and uh, he was like 220 to one so I don't know if any of them are going to pop this week but uh, I I am looking forward to see how it maps out the rest of the weekend a lot of the popular golfers that I was hearing Rory being one of them he's near the top Matt Fitzpatrick checked a lot of boxes he's near the top of the leaderboard as well Justin Rose playing well coming in we've seen him play well at majors Justin Thomas up there wouldn't surprise me if Rom wins this thing again best iron kid that stole his ball on the 18th hole did you hear about that no i missed that that one okay so apparently he hit the ball in the rough and we all know about the rough in the u.s open which Uh is like they haven't mowed in over a month they were walking towards apparently some kids found and then ran off with it oh i like those i tried to use that excuse when i was playing competitive golf they were not nearly as uh accommodating let's just put it that way no joe yes (laughs) i need to talk to you 
Uh, is this a Guardians question? <laughs> oh, no, that's coming. Don't worry. That's coming. I tweeted you yesterday. I know you yeah, saw it. What a yeah, catch. Th- that's, what a the first thing, that's the first thing I want to see when I wake up every morning. <laughs> Me? The booty picks or the Guardians oh, tweets, though? Guardians. Joe, he's not being what? sarcastic. He's being serious. But uh, when I was a little boy, my mom told me to feed my goldfish, Coolio. And <laughs> look, here's, here's what I did. And keep in mind, I was like three or four years old. I took the entire box of Cheerios because... And I just dumped it into the bowl. And, of course, he died. My mom asked me why. I said, you said, Mom, he was very hungry. Now, you and your family kept a goldfish alive for six years. Rest in peace to Jerry the goldfish. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how you guys did that. How did you maintain him? I don't know, man. The last 48 hours have been a scene. A scene at this household. Yes, yeah, six to seven years. I tried explaining that to my son. That is quite an accomplishment. And of course, you know, with the era of Google with these kids, my yeah, goodness. Oh, well, uh, well, <laughs> dad, dad, there was a, um, well, yeah, dad, there was a goldfish that lived 45 years. So why didn't Jerry live 45 years? I'm like, oh my God, people are lucky if, the, if it lasts a week. Yet yeah, not only did I get Googled on, you know, Encyclopedia Britannica, apparently. But also, he's <laughs> he's Googling last night Jerry the Goldfish. I'm like, there is not a story on the death of your goldfish. What are you doing? But then he starts typing up Jerry. I'm like, oh, there's Jerry West, Jerry Bust. Oh, Jerry the King Lawler. Click on that. I'll, I'll tell you about Jerry the King for a few minutes here. But, uh, yeah, there was a ceremony last night. After he realized it happened, the boy's in tears. We had to go in the backyard in the dark and have some sort of a burial. And he's grabbing pine cones. Yesterday, he... uh, he, paint, he, he painted a, a headstone for him, Jerry oh the Goldfish, God. 2016 to 2022, and he drew a little goldfish on there, so it's this been a whole thing. This is great, though, Joe. Oh, this is like a very healthy way to introduce him to like the grieving process. Yeah. My, my wife actually made an interesting comment because they all have been pushing for a dog for a long time, oh. and my, my, my wife's like, I don't know how he would respond with the inevitable death of a dog, which would be hopefully many years from now. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Marley Let's, and Me was an intense don't movie. Don't start with me. Do not bring <laughs> that in It was an here. intense movie. And I Joe, as we are- Marley t- and Me? What are we talking about? Because well, okay, the, the so, dog movie with Owen Wilson, but I do- I, No, I know the movie. I'm saying what- why is that a sore spot? It's well, because he passes. You know, dogs oh. always pass away in every movie that oh, they do. In. It's devastating. Yeah, the only, Jennifer the only... Aniston's loading him into the back of the car. <laughs> it oh is. my god! The most overrated one though was I Am Legend because come on, we all knew that the dog was gonna. It's Will Smith and just the dog. What do you think was gonna happen? That was too scary. For anyway, me. I digress, Joe. I need more mm-hmm. dad advice too. So my son um, just made it to Scotland. He's gonna be there for two what? weeks. He gets to go to Disneyland Paris. He's living What's the life. Happening? I don't what? know. You're having because who are you? We all. We all work in sports radio. I don't know how we made this happen, but it's happened. And so this is honestly the first time that I'm away from my son since he's been born. There was like two days, but he was just down the strip. So it wasn't like halfway across the world. So I want to know how do I, you know, react or what should I do? Because I came home last night to silence and darkness. It made me miss my baby boy. Like, have you gotten away from your family for an extended period of time? Did you just... Just sleep or like, well, what's the deal? How should I handle this? I dream of those days, but no, it doesn't happen. There's no silence. I enjoy silence. I pray for silence and I don't get silence. You're complaining? No, I I mean, that is quite an adjustment, though, honestly. Not a trip home to Ohio across how far? How far? 
to Scotland. It's like My 10 God. p.m. there right now. How yeah. did this happen? How long is this? Two weeks? For two weeks, and then they get to go to Disneyland Paris because you know I'm a Disney dad. So if you're gonna be over there, you might as well go visit, right? I mean, FaceTime is credit card and everything. FaceTime's a beautiful thing. You're you're gonna survive. It, it's you'll be just fine. I, it is a big time adjustment. What you're used you to. You want to hang out? Uh, <laughs> watch some baseball <laughs> together. MLB TV. No, you no. Want so, we'll host the spaces anyway. No, no. Host it. Why have you guys done a spaces? No. I don't even understand what it is. I tried downloading it's a, an app. It's basically a radio work. show. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Why does everybody keep deconstructing radio into something completely different and then re- ultimately returning back to what the format is? That's Can we I do a spaces? Can we do one? I, I think just we asked could, you. But we can't talk about sports. We have to talk about everything else besides sports. Well, isn't that the most interesting part of our conversations? Typically? I agree. I agree. Okay. That's why I'm going to bring it back to the sports. If there's one basketball opinion that I trust, it's Doris Burke. She says that uh, Jason Tatum's inexperience is showing as the Celtics look to stave off elimination tonight in the garden. Um, bulletin board material for him, or uh, I think I expect a Boston dub tonight, but they can get that done without Tatum being his best. Not Trisha Crick interesting. No. Mm. See, you're moving up in the rankings. <laughs> I'm with you. I uh, I think the Celtics get it done, and I wonder how much of that is me hoping for a Game 7 on Father's Day night. That would be a Ooh. lot of fun. But, uh, you know, it is certainly fair to bring up Steph going 0 for 9 from threes, and that's not going to happen again. And they still won without Steph looking great. But, you know, what I would point out is Boston at home. Are they really going to have 12 more turnovers than their opponents? Are they going to miss 10 free throws? Are they going to get absolutely nothing from their bench? Like uh, what occurred in game number five, only 10 points, Derek White with one point in 21 minutes. I don't think that's going to be the case, but it is really just going to come down to the turnovers. When Boston has 16 or more turnovers, these playoffs, they are one in seven. When they keep it to 15 or fewer, they have a 13 and two record. So I think they're they're going to show up and they're going to do an Enough. They're going to come out of the gates firing. I'm betting on them in the first quarter. Minus one and a half, but uh, the Celtics should win this game, and I think it'll be a very entertaining game number seven. Now, if Boston does win finals MVP, I, I think the voters would go Tatum, but he has to look a lot better oh, than he how he has. Over. Yeah, not he Jalen? Really, I like Jalen better. I like Jalen, but the, the Adrian, the hard part is we're trying to project what these voters are going to do. A lot True. of these voters are going to say, okay, he's the best player on that team. He had the most points. Like They'll look at some of the counting stats, but going into tonight's game, Jalen Brown, you can find him at 18-1. to 1. I think if Brown is the best player on the Celtics the last two games and they win the title, Brown could be your finals MVP. Well, on the flip side, though, and look, Lindsey didn't ask me or pay me to ask this question, all right? But Not I want to put some respect for my guy, Andrew Wiggins. Some people call oh. him Maple Jordan, but now I want all great American basketball players to be referred to as American Wiggins. But hypothetically, <laughs> if St- All American? No, you Ameri- American Wiggins. Not American, American Wiggins. Woman. Exactly. Stay away from me. So hypothetically, Crap Steph Curry has another clunker in the finals. It's happened in this series. It's no, happened no, before. No, no, no. What if he goes off for 40? He's been the second best player. There's some good odds. Can I get some money if I make this move with Wiggins? What, what's Steph doing? I don't. It, Steph can have a clunker. He's, he's done it a million right times the in the finals. The it's an important game. He doesn't usually show up to those. Oh. So, so we have gone from through four games, Steph was so off the charts that I heard people saying, NBA analysts, they get paid to do this. They're like, hey, 
if the Celtics win this, Steph has been so good he could be the Finals MVP. So after one game, we've we've gone all the way to Wiggins can be the MVP and take it away from Steph. I yeah. mean, he's been the second best. So. He's been the second best player on this team throughout the playoffs. Right, second best. He was great last time. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. I mean, Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala once took one from Steph before, so he it's not as crazy. But I, I do also want to ask you on the flip side because we're a week away. Uh, mm-hmm. from the NBA draft, and we'll be talking to you on draft night before everything kicks off. Yeah. Um, I want to know, what are some good plays to look at? Like earlier today, I talked to Jake Fisher from Bleacher Report. He said he expects a lot of trades to be made too and how that's going to affect everything uh, in terms of making some plays with the draft. No, I, on your Wiggins-Curry point, I totally get what you're saying. And could he be the best player in the last few games? Yes, he can be, but... The challenging part is, again, you're handicapping voters. They cannot wait to give Steph Curry a Finals MVP, finally. Okay, 538. And, and given the opportunity, they are going to jump on that. So I'm just that, that, that's all I was getting at there. So we'll see. Wiggins is 20 to 1. Uh, it, yes, you can make some bets on the NBA draft, and there are not as many as were available for the NFL draft. But what I find interesting, guys, is that there hasn't been a whole lot of movement if you were to bet on the overs-unders for some of these players or where the, who's going to be your first, second, fifth selection overall. But there has been change at number one overall. If we go back just just a couple of weeks or even one week ago, it was all about Jabari. He's going to be number one. He's minus 400. Well, now it's like even money, even though that's been all the chatter since we realized Orlando got that first pick. So the other thing is, I guess it's because the NBA Finals are still going on that there hasn't been a lot of movement on these numbers. Once a number is set, let's say it's at 7.5 for a player, there might be a little bit of budging, maybe one spot, but not a whole lot. And uh, a lot of information is going to change over the next week. So all it's going to be interesting. captivated on the Wiggins. That's the only explanation I can really <laughs> come up with, Joel. Uh, what's the last safe option for gas station food for you? How did you know about gas station food? I'm why, from why the Midwest. Is, what do you mean? Why is this? Uh, because I would say in the last week, I've Uh-oh. had gas station food three times. Really? Oh, What's Joe, the go-to? Tell us. Okay, I didn't know about it, but the gas and wash by me has terrific hot dogs. Dude, and- gas station hot dogs for the win! <laughs> the glizzies! Yes! We have bonded on so many levels today, Lindsay. Uh, yeah, gas station hot dogs, and a friend told me how great they are. And I'm like, oh, they're only $1.99. My son loves them, oh. loves them. And they have piping hot pizza from Beggars, which is a chain in the area, and they bring it over there. The pizza's terrific as well. So uh, we, mix, we mix it up a little myself, bit. We, we mix I, it up. I love your excitement for yeah. this, Joe. The passion. This is what I needed, an energy boost. But now we need to get down to business. Yes. I've been meaning to talk to you about the White Sox for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Did you say so, it's the climb? So... On two parts. Number one, and I know we're weeks removed from the Josh Donaldson-Tim Anderson incident, but just in general, um, when it comes to Chicagoans, what like if you could gauge to me how people feel about Tim Anderson. And then number two, more importantly, we had the Dodgers game on our air because we're the home of the Dodgers here at 1140, the bet. But how the hell is Tony La Russa still managing <laughs> this team? Yes. Great question. Great question. Tim Anderson – Fans love Tim Anderson. He does a ton for the community, 
and he's the heartbeat of this team. Since he's been injured, they are losing a ton offensively. They don't know who to throw in that leadoff spot. So I, I don't know that he's ever going to win an MVP, but he's that caliber of player just because it's tough now with the way the game is now for shortstops with, without that extreme amount of power to win that award. Tony LaRusso, um, people are screaming for his job every day, but we know that he is never getting fired. He was hired because he's buddies with the old owner, Jerry Reinsdorf, mm. and his his biggest regret is allowing Hawk Harrelson, the general manager at the time, to fire Tony LaRusso many, many decades ago. So he brought him back in, and it's old friends with what they believe is in a championship window trying to win a title, even though the game has passed Tony LaRusso by many times. The man is clueless, and they're not going to make a, a change in season even though they should. So the big concern is, will they bring him back for a third year? Because I don't see the White Sox winning a championship as long as La Russa is their skipper. Just call up A.J. Pierzynski. I'm sure he'd be uh, happy to manage. You know what? Well, it's funny because locally, Ozzie Guillen does the pre- and post-game. I love and Ozzie. Who doesn't? And you could tell he's kind of angling for he's that itching. job. He's itching. He, and he's making little... He's friends with Tony La Russa, but mm. his commentary on some of his moves... Shows you that he's angling for that job. I think AJ would be terrific. He'd be an A-plus hire for that, and he brings a little old school, which a lot of these owners love. I, he would be awesome. And when he's been an analyst on some of those Fox games for the White Sox, like Twitter is a buzz. They're like, please hire AJ. And he's very critical of La Russa if he wants to do it. I don't, I don't know. A lot of these players that have made their money, I mean, yeah, these managers now. Yeah, why would I put now... his pants back on every day and look like an a-hole? Like, <laughs> there's that. And then there's also the fact that they make about a million now, not oh. those Joe Madden contracts, those are not available Jeez. anymore. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'd probably stay in the booth if I were him too. But yep. Joe O Thursdays are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Unlike that line, you are a complete original, and I cannot wait to chat with you again next week, my friend. Bye. Bye, Bye Joe O. He joins us each and every Thursday by con contractual obligation. Uh, smarter bets and all of our guests come to us from BetQL. You make those smart bets, download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. And on the other side of the break, NBA Finals, babe. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. American Wiggins! My remix is about to be so fired to this. Right? Gosh, we have so much stuff to get done in the next couple weeks before your family returns. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, just, just pile it onto the list. Yeah, we got BetQL personality rankings that are emerging. We got Joe all of our remixes. Way, yeah. Like you tweeted out, moving up on the power rankings. By the way, you do have Twitter, right? Yeah, I do. At Lindsey Brown 35. What about you? Uh, at Adrian Radio 93. And, of course, our station has an Instagram. The Bet Las Vegas. Be sure to follow that, especially if you missed the show yesterday. We have snippets of our exclusive interview with Alan Shipnuck. And then... In the tweet is a link where you can download and listen to the interview, the whole show. Damn. From like 2020, like whatever show you want to listen That's to. That's so convenient. It's it's pretty amazing. It's kind of amazing like you. Lindsay, you know what? Right now, I want to give you a compliment because yesterday you gave me one. Okay. And we didn't get to talk about this on the show, but how you were at the press conference. Yeah. Uh, it just, it makes me proud that you were at the press conference answering questions because asking questions, I, I think nobody's asking me any questions. No, asking the yeah. questions to coach, new coach Bruce. And I just want you to know, like somewhere here in Las Vegas, there's there's a little girl who's super excited and loves hockey that is watching that. And they're hearing you ask the question and be like, I could do that or I could be the coach or uh, whatever. So shout out to you. Because I know you talked before the show and like you're the, you're the only female there that's not a part of the Golden Knights organization and you're a trailblazer. There are more of us. I hope by the fall there is. Yeah, you're a trailblazer, so. Oh, thank you. Me and Tammy, the trailblazer, although I'm not paid to talk about Tammy anymore, so we don't really bring her up anymore. <laughs> and uh, congratulations to Bruce for being on the team. Yeah. Since our production team was hard at work creating this, I'm going to play this too. Hello, my name is Bruce. Hello, Bruce. Welcome, yes. welcome to Hi, Vegas. Hi, Bruce. Welcome. It's just a tease for our Pixar bracket Hell coming yeah. up here at 4 o'clock. Yeah, that's uh, in just a few minutes. But uh, we got to dedicate at least a few minutes to the NBA Finals. Game 5 slated for tonight. Is tonight the night? I think. Tonight is the night. I think the Warriors are going to do it. You think they're going to do it on the road? <laughs> for the first time oh, in God, like you, four months. See it. Do you think that they would riot outside of Boston? Nah. Outside, outside of the garden? Nah, they should, be, they should be proud that they've been there. Might throw some beer bottles at people. As arrogant as they are, hey, Celtics fans, I want you to just remember this. You've won one NBA championship in now 36 years mm-hmm. after tomorrow. So I'm going to need y'all to relax. And Golden State, I think they're going to pull it off surprisingly and amazingly on, on Boston side, though. They haven't lost three games in a row since December. Wow. That's even before the turnaround turned around. No, 100%. And real quick, since we are talking basketball, yeah, uh, I do want to give props to a WNBA legend, four-time WNBA champion, oh, yeah. all-time assist leader, all-time leader in career starts, five-time Olympic gold medalist, 12-time WNBA all-star. Uh, Sue Bird is announcing that she's retiring at the end of the, the season, 21 seasons in the NBA at age 41. Super impressive. And a cool thing with the Aces – is that the last Seattle Storm game, at least regular season, 
will be here in Las Vegas really? to close out the season. I was literally just looking up the schedule to find out when, how many games, if we had any games left against them. But that's like – got to go two. That's the best. I mean, not including playoffs, which we've beaten them in – or they beat us in last time when we faced off and, against and, them. But. And they'll be in the playoffs too. But yeah. August 14th, Sunday, 3 p.m., get your tickets. We're going to be in the building um, We got to be. We got to be. I can't, I can't not see Sue Bird play live. No, she's she's. I mean, come on, she's it's like Sue. one of those things you gotta check off. <laughs> one of the last great birds in basketball. So salute oh, to Sue Bird. Oh. And real quick for the Celtics in Game Six, uh, it's been very disheartening to see them. You know, losing's one thing, but for them to lose their cool and their composure and some of the complaints. And I'm gonna be honest, last game, rightfully so, Jordan Poole did not know he was in the Premier League. The way he flopped with Marcus Smart when he raised his fingers and acted like he just got hit with a sledgehammer. But some of those mistakes, like the reason why the Warriors are doing so good in transition is not only the turnovers, is that you're trying to get layups, but you're not trying to score. You're trying to get fouled. So now you're by the camera people on the ground staring. Where's the foul call? There's a four-on-five situation. There's two people already on Steph Curry. So now it's a 3-2 situation. They love to pass the ball. The Warriors are a motion offense. You are making it easier for them. And when things have gotten tight, everything is sped up. They need to match them. They need to, with 17 seconds on the shot clock, Jason Tatum or Marcus Smart or whoever's throwing up a three, you need to be in your offense. And another thing, too, stop trying to attack Steph Curry. I realize that's the game plan for every team in this league because if you make him work on defense, he's going to be more tired on offense. But there has been time and time again in this series where instead of running their actual offense – Everything stops, and they try to attack Steph. And attack that is, the weakness instead of play to our strengths. Yeah, and, and that is just another way of you think you're attacking a weakness when in reality you're now allowing Golden State to dictate mm-hmm. how this is going to go. So those, those are two quick points right there. Play within composure and play your offense. Worry about yourself, not what the other team's doing. If you're running your offense and you're going downhill, you're going to attack Steph, and he's going to get into foul trouble like what happened in game one and game two. Boom. There's your two-minute Dude, that was, quick. like, so good. <laughs> I'm, like, really mad that we still have time left in this segment. Yeah, I, like, see, that's I, what I need to work on, hitting the boom yeah. when the music comes. Yeah. So, once again, Marcus Smart, I need you to go downhill and attack the basket so that you can Just pass like out to Tatum, at it. to Jalen. You attack the basket, then boom. Oh, Look man. at that. I was close. I thought we still had another minute. Just shows you exactly how many hands are at this wheel, and yet we are still going. And another hour on the way. We hope we have earned at least your trust for another 60 minutes. We'll be back. Love for the bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.